This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Strong winds that came through the state over the weekend caused problems in central Alabama, in particular Jefferson County. Thousands of residents were without power as temperatures dipped down into the 30s and 40s. Trees and power lines were knocked down on Sunday by those winds. The same winds went on to cause severe damage in central Tennessee, killing six people there. Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl is no longer willing to send American funds to the country of Ukraine as it continues its war with Russia. Carl spoke about it on FM Talk 1065 out of Mobile with 1819 News Editor-in-Chief Jeff Poor. I believe Ukraine is a distraction. They can always go to Ukraine. I mean, they wear their flag, they do everything they can here. It's a distraction to take our attention away from the border. We're going to wake up one day and our streets are going to be full of people that hate Americans demanding more rights. And, and then we, we, we're, we're, we're going to understand what socialism is going to drive this country. We, we've got to stop it at the border. We have no other choice. We want Ukraine to win, no doubt. But at what cost? We cannot give them America to win it. A report from the American Medical Association is showing a drop in the number of opioid prescriptions here in the state of Alabama. The trend has been moving downward between the years 2012 and 2022. The American Medical Association has been advising physicians to not make a prescription of opioids the first and only solution to pain management since addiction to opioids has caused a lot of death and detriment to life. The president of the AMA, Dr. George Koulianos, recommends non-steroidal pain medication, physical therapy, exercise, and changes to diet as better ways to manage pain. A third person has now been arrested in the drive-by shooting where a stray bullet went into a home and killed a nine-year-old girl. Kaylee Knight was sleeping on the couch at that home in West Mobile when the shooting broke out. Mobile police say that the girl's 16-year-old brother was likely the target of that shooting. Now 18-year-old Darius Lucky Jr. has been arrested and charged with murder. Police also arrested 19-year-old Tyrone Williams and 22-year-old Ariel Curie and charged them with murder as well. Mobile Police Chief Paul Prine says the shooting could be gang-related. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast as 1819 News CEO Brian Dawson sits down and talks with State Auditor Andrew Sorrell as he details out his very first experience getting into politics. My parents were not very political. They've always been a voter, never missed an election kind of people, you know, raised us to vote. As soon as we turn 18, go register to vote. We expect you to go vote. Primaries, generals, municipal elections, everything. Your duty is to vote. So that's how we were raised. But it wasn't like my parents were grooming me to run for political office. I mean, yeah. thought never crossed their mind. But when I was working my textbook business, I would sit in my parents' screened porch. We had a little air conditioner in there, and I would be listing books on Amazon. And, you know, we stored them in a shed out in the backyard. And out of just, like, boredom, I turned on the radio. And who do I listen to? Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, you know, Mark Levin. Dave Ramsey was on. I mean, I would listen to talk radio all day long. And it started to kind of help shape my political philosophy. So then I wasn't just voting Republican because I was a Christian. I was voting Republican because I understood a whole more wide breadth of issues. Now, at the time, most of the emphasis was on federal politics. And it's funny because now I pay very little attention to federal politics. I'm like a state-focused guy and have been for the last five or six years. I'm just so much more interested in what's going on on the state level. I follow the big national stories. You yeah. know, I watched the interview with our new House Speaker, for instance, with Sean Hannity, things like that. But 
I prefer Alabama news. You can listen to the rest of that podcast and find more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama at 1819news.com. In national news, over the weekend, multiple tornadoes rampaged through central Tennessee, causing dozens of injuries and killing at least six people, one of which was a two-year-old child. Three of those fatalities were living in a mobile home park when one of those mobile homes was blown off the ground only to land on the trailer next door. 23 people had to be hospitalized in Montgomery County, Tennessee. Thousands of residents were also without power and experienced property damage as well as debris from those powerful twisters. The House is going to formally vote this week on whether to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden for his connections to foreign money from the influence peddling that was done by his son Hunter Biden when Joe Biden was vice president. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson spoke with Just the News and John Solomon about how he and fellow Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa found out during a Senate committee investigation all of the bank records connecting Hunter Biden's finances to his father's. And of course, Chairman Comer has uh, more up-to-date Treasury reports as well. But uh, we found six of the Treasury reports uh, on Hunter Biden, you know, listing his suspicious activities. Uh, The the money flows in those reports are over $12 million. Now, there there might be double counting in there. You just don't really know exactly what the activity is. I mean, these reports are are really meant to uh, obviously raise awareness to prompt further investigation, which, of course, this uh, Department of Justice, FBI, I don't think did a, a, a honest job of doing. Uh, but it does point out you know, what, what's suspicious about them and their terms like money laundering, uh, human trafficking. Uh, th- those ty- that, that's why these uh, transactions raise suspicion. And I mean, Hunter Biden has, has dozens and dozens and dozens of these uh, Treasury reports that are you know, concerned about suspicious activities he's undertaking in terms of money transfers. I mean, this is, again, it just, to me, it just underscores and confirms the the criminal nature, the corrupt nature of Biden Family Inc. Hunter Biden, you know, he's, you know, almost a 50-year-old man at this point in time during, with these, you know, suspicious activities. You know, generally, when you're 50 years old and you're running businesses, these businesses uh, are actually substantial enough that they might have their own address. But not Hunter Biden's businesses. Again, this labyrinth of, of companies designed for money laundering. Uh, but but they don't have their own address. Hunter Biden has to use his daddy's address. I mean, to, to me, that that's a, a, a grotesque revelation as well. The civil fraud trial occurring in New York City against Donald Trump will be continuing this weekend, likely wrapping up without Trump retaking the witness stand before the closing statements are made by his defense team. The former president said on Sunday that he will no longer take to the witness stand in this trial after he's already done so. Trump says he and his attorneys have very successfully and conclusively testified and presented facts in this case that reveal that the New York State Attorney General Letitia James and the judge, Arthur Engeron, are taking part in election interference and a rigged trial against him. Trump cited the witnesses that have already taken the stand on his behalf, world-renowned experts, bank insurance executives, real estate professionals, and others. Trump says he has nothing more to say to the case other than it's a total witch hunt and election interference. 
A Democrat senator from Oregon is seeking answers from both Apple and Google tech companies when it comes to their smartphones being used for surveillance of Americans. Senator Ron Wyden is writing the letter after his Senate office received tips that the practices of using push notifications from both Google and Apple is able to track a person's location, movements, and contacts, and it's been put under wraps at the request of the federal government. Wyden suggested in that letter that the tech companies are being secretly compelled by the federal government to continue the tracking operations and to provide that information to the government without making the surveillance operation known to the public. Wyden says that Apple and Google should be transparent about the legal demands that they are receiving from either the federal government or foreign governments and whether they're being compelled to facilitate such a surveillance practice. Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo was following up on recent reports from other scientists that found DNA fragments in the COVID-19 vaccine liquid. Ladapo has now sent a letter to the commissioner of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration after he met with the Florida Public Health Integrity Committee to discuss the whole issue. The letter addresses the fragments of DNA found in both Pfizer and Moderna's vaccines. Ladapo writes in that letter that the FDA's refusal to acknowledge the risks that are associated with the mRNA vaccine, along with deceptively telling the American people that it's completely safe, has caused only mistrust to grow regarding the American healthcare system. Ladapo also said that the corroborating evidence of adverse effects, deaths, and now the DNA in the lipid nanoparticles should compel the FDA to take action and be transparent with the American people. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 